Hello, welcome back to Retirement Clarity Radio. I am your host, Scott Newhouse. I am so glad that you are with me. Shout out to my dozens and dozens of listeners all across the country who are tuning in. I really appreciate you being here. If you're new here, just to get you up to speed, this is a quick, short, to the point, 10 to 15 minute podcast. I'm going to give you the essentials of what you need to know on specific topics. I'm not going to go into a whole ton of detail, but I am going to provide resources for you to learn more if you want to. So today's episode is going to be how do you know if you're ready to retire? I'm going to cover five main points and we're going to wrap it up after 10 to 15 minutes and then we're going to go on with the rest of our day. So let's just jump right into today's topic. How in the world do you determine that you're you're actually ready to retire? Is it an actual age? Is, it, is there a specific retirement age? Because I've met people um, who feel like once they've hit 62 or once they hit 65, then it's time to retire. Other people, they feel like once they hit a certain dollar amount in their investments, maybe a million dollars, then that's when it's time to finally call it quits. Now, neither of those answers is necessarily wrong. And in fact, given other circumstances in your life, that age or that dollar amount might might signify that you're ready to retire. However, from my vantage point, and if you don't know, I'm a certified financial planner. I help people retire on a daily basis. But from my vantage point, there's a lot more to consider than an age or a dollar amount. There's a combination of factors that you have to get the proverbial green light in order for you to say that you can confidently retire. And so I'm going to, again, as I said before, I'm going to cover five essential factors to know that you're ready to retire. So let's get into it. The first one is that your finances are ready and this is obviously the largest uh, financial factor there's some non-financial factors that we need to consider we'll get into later but just because you hit age say 72 that doesn't mean that you must retire or that you're necessarily ready because some people you know aren't financially secure just yet at 62 to retire and so how do you know if your finances are truly ready for retirement you've got to ask yourself these questions and you've got to answer them Um, first question are my debts all paid off or at least close to it? And I'm especially referring to the non-mortgage debts. Um, I'm, I've also got another podcast on should you have a mortgage in retirement. That's a different topic. But the non-mortgage debts, you know, are we close to paying those off? We really don't want to have too much debt going into retirement. Second question, do I have enough money to achieve all of my retirement goals? And then a subsequent question, do you have retirement goals? Do you have retirement dreams that you're working to achieve? If not, you gotta write those down. You gotta figure those out because that's really important. The third question you gotta ask yourself is, do I know what I'd like to spend on a monthly basis in retirement? Fourth question, do you have a plan to generate income in retirement? And if, if so, will your income last your lifetime? How long is that? you know, income strategy going to last you. And then my last question is, are my spouse and I on the same page? If you're married, are your spouse and I on the same page in terms of expenses uh, we expect in retirement, knowing that life can change and things may change in the future? So are you and your spouse on board with what you're hoping to spend in retirement? This goes into expenses. It also goes into retirement goals. Now, there's more questions that you need to ask and answer, but financially, these are really my top five most important questions. Um, I've also actually written a book called 65 Questions to Ask and Answer Before You Retire. I highly recommend it. I've actually written three books on retirement planning. This is my favorite one by far um, because it's the most comprehensive. So if you want to figure out if you're truly ready to retire, you really got to go through those 65 questions. And you can actually get that for free at freeretirementbooks.com. Again, just go to freeretirementbooks.com. 
www.jeffreyhoffman.com and then you can get my 65 questions to ask and answer before you retire book. Okay, so that's the first uh, factor in whether we're truly ready to retire. Um, your finances are ready. The second factor, the second thing we need to look at is you've saved enough money and you can access it. So let's get into what that means. So you could have a million dollars saved, but if you can't access it right now, what good does that do you? Uh, before you're ready to retire, you need to ask yourself these questions on, on what's saved and then what is the strategy for accessing that money? So what income are you gonna be able to have right away in retirement? And again, where's that gonna come from? What's the strategy to generate a retirement income? Second question, how accessible is your retirement income? And then the third question, what's your strategy for distributing this money? Those questions all kind of go together and let me explain what I mean or where I'm getting at from these questions. So let's say you can access um, your 401k or your IRA, and you can, um, but if you try and do it early, it might cost you a 10% penalty plus taxes at your current tax rate. And so what you have to ask yourself is, is that worth it um, if I'm going to take out those funds early? So you you might have that million dollars saved up, but if it's before typically 59 and a half, um, you may not be able to access it without that 10% penalty. And then even if you do, you have to ask yourself, hey, am I going to be paying ordinary income tax rates on these distributions from the traditional 401k, traditional IRA? So that's what I mean by maybe you don't have this money accessible just yet. Another question you have to ask yourself in terms of the money that you have saved is, have I diversified my retirement accounts? We, we hear a lot about diversifying our investments and that's a fantastic strategy. Don't have all your money in Tesla or Apple or Amazon or anything like that, but be broadly diversified among investments all over the world, um, big, small, medium-sized companies. So investing diversification, that's great. What we don't hear enough about is tax diversification. And that relates really to how and where you can access your money. So there are three big tax buckets and you can have your money in these three big tax buckets. I'll go into them in a second right now. So your taxable accounts allow you to access your money at any time without penalty. And then you, when you have taxable investments and you sell them, as long as you've held them for over a year, then when you sell them, any proceeds that you make, any earnings that you make are just taxed at capital gains tax rates. So that's like our our brokerage accounts, our non-retirement joint accounts that we have with our spouses, uh, trust investment accounts, etc. So it's a taxable non-retirement account, access at any time, and we do, but we do have to account for taxes, either ordinary or capital gains tax rates, depending on uh, your situation. The next tax bucket that we need to have money in is our tax deferred, like a traditional IRA or 401k. And what those accounts do is they lower your tax liability in the current year um, and reduce your taxable income in the current year. But when you take the money out of those accounts, you have to pay taxes when you withdraw it. And so many people assume that they're going to be in a lower tax bracket when they retire, but depending on, you know, your circumstances, pension, social security, other income, you know, it just, it depends. It depends on what's going on in your financial life as to, po as to whether you're going to be in a lower tax bracket as well as potentially future higher uh, taxes coming up in the form of legislation. Not positive what's going to happen there, but I think there might be tax increases in the future. So having money in tax deferred accounts helps you though, um, because that can help you be strategic and you don't concentrate all of your money just in tax deferred. So we've covered taxable accounts, non-retirement accounts, then we've covered 
tax deferred accounts. This is where most people, most retirees have their money in traditional 401ks and IRA accounts. They've been deferring taxes. They're going to have to pay it in the future. And then our last tax uh, bucket is tax-free accounts. And so these are funds that you've already paid taxes on them and you can distribute them uh, tax-free. And I'm mainly thinking of things like a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k, or a health savings account. So you've already paid taxes, you put the money into those accounts, they grew tax-free, and then when you take them out, uh, as long as you do it all for qualified purposes, you take that money out tax-free. And so when I mentioned before about what's your strategy for distributing this money, I really want to encourage you to think about do I have money in all three tax buckets, taxable, tax-deferred, and tax-free. You don't want to have it all in one That's because that's not enough diversification, and you don't even want to have it all in two because, again, that's not enough diversification either. You want to have all three so you can be strategic about when to take money out from what account. Some years, you know, maybe we're going to have higher income tax, so then it might make sense to take money out um, from tax-free accounts so you don't have to pay taxes. Other years, you might have a lower income, and then you might make then you might say, hey, it makes sense for me to take money out from tax deferred accounts when my income's lower in those years. So, But you're not going to have that ability if you're not diversified in terms of your tax uh, accounts, in terms of the retirement accounts that you have and uh, the tax uh, consequences of each of those accounts. Whew. Okay, that was a lot there, um, but those are really important strategies, and there have been more episodes on taxes um, on this podcast, so go back and listen to those if you want to learn more about taxes in retirement. The third thing, the third factor you need to consider if you're ready to retire is you have a plan for your health care. Um, it's one of the most important factors and honestly one of the most uh, one of the biggest expenses. You're going to be eligible for Medicare at age 65. And even when you are eligible for Medicare, original parts A and B don't cover everything. And again, I've got previous episodes on Medicare that you can go back and listen to on that. So you might want to consider something called Medigap or even a Medicare Advantage plan. Again, depending on your circumstances, and go back to listen to those previous episodes that I've done on that. But if you're retiring early before age 65, you also need to consider how am I going to get health care until I am eligible for Medicare at age 65? Um, and I've done a previous odd, uh, podcast on five health care options that you have before age 65. So if you want to explore that, you need to go back and listen to that episode. Um, but the main point here is you've got a plan. If you're retiring before 65, you've got a plan for health insurance until 65. And then at 65, you've got a plan for I'm going to enroll in original Medicare and I'm either going to stick with that or I'm going to get a Medigap or a Medicare Advantage policy to supplement what parts A and B don't cover. But again, the main point here is having a plan for what you're going to do with healthcare before 65 and after 65. The second, uh, the third thing, excuse me, is, no, excuse me, we're on the fourth, the fourth point, how do you know you're ready to retire? You have a plan for when, not if, markets perform poorly. We all know that markets dip uh, at certain points. Uh, we had the 2008-2009 recession, the housing crisis, and then we also, uh, about a year ago, we had the coronavirus market drop that happened really rapidly uh, for two to three months, and then obviously it bounced back um, in 2020. Uh, later on in the year. But what does the future hold? None of us know. So it's important to ask yourself, what are we going to do when, not if, the markets go down? Uh, how are we going to generate an income stream if you're retired? 
are you going to potentially take out too much money out of your portfolio when the market dips, which could be really harmful for the longevity of your retirement funds? Um, and then if you do take money out when the markets drop, how do you know that your money is going to last as long as you do? Sorry for being crass about that, but we really need to um, make sure that you're not taking out too much money when the market's down and depleting your portfolio too soon. So planning for the worst is the best way to plan for your retirement. If nothing bad happens, and something bad will happen, but if nothing bad happens, hey, then you're great, you're ahead of the game, consider yourself lucky. The odds of that happening to us is pretty much nil. So when the markets drop, not if, when the markets drop, I need you to be prepared and making sure that you still have um, a consistent uh, income stream to meet all of your retirement needs. Uh, so later on in this podcast, in a future episode, um, future episodes, excuse me, we are going to dive deeper into various income strategies that you can use in retirement. So the point in this podcast is just to make sure that you have an actual strategy that, that accounts for market drops because they're no, we know that they're simply a fact of investing in the stock market. So our last thing to consider in terms of are you ready to retire is what's your next step for post-retirement life? This is probably my uh my favorite point to ask and it's it's neglected quite often and i think it's right underneath the finances it's the second most important thing that you need to consider um you know you've worked hard your whole life to get to this point where you can do whatever you want for the next 20 to 30 to 40 years uh financially you've probably done a lot of great work however have you put in a lot of work asking yourself hey how am i going to spend my time uh, you know, you've been spending your nine to five, your uh, weekdays at a job. Once you retire, you're going to have so much free time. Who are you going to spend it with? How are you going to stimulate your mind? How are you going to engage with your community? Um, are you going to be able to spend time with your friends? Are they retiring uh, maybe after you if they are? Okay, who are you going to hang out with until your friends retire? Um, and so, you know, you might be hopefully retired for three to four decades. And so we just want to make sure that you have enough fun uh, stimulating things that will um, engage you for that time period so that you're not just, you know, you're not the stereotypical person, you know, in retirement, just watching daytime TV all day. No one wants that. No one wants that. So we've got a plan for what are we going to do um, post-retirement with all this free time. So that's also something that's really important for you to figure out with your spouse if you're married. How, how do we want to spend, uh, you know, the remaining decades that we have uh, on this earth? So that's all I've got for today. That wraps up our five essential factors in in seeing if you are ready to retire. Um, my main point in this episode is to not focus on, a, on an age or a dollar amount, but rather how ready are you in terms of achieving your financial goals, your retirement goals, and your lifestyle, go lifestyle goals, knowing that a solid plan is in place that accounts for all of those things. Again, my favorite book that I've written is called 65 Questions to Ask and Answer Before You Retire. It's a great book. You can get it for free at freeretirementbooks.com. Again, that's freeretirementbooks.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening. As a reminder, you should consult with a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this podcast is a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. 
any mentions of rate of return are hypothetical in nature and not a guarantee of future returns. Scott Newhouse, CFP, is an investment advisor representative of Forthright Finances, a California and Nevada registered investment advisor.